it's time for Hillbilly Has-Beens. Now here's Darren and Dave. Alright, welcome everybody to the next installment of Hillbilly Has-Beens. We're your hosts, I'm Darren Smith and this is Dave Dunkley. Hello everybody, hello Darren Smith. How you doing Dave Dunkley? I'm doing marvelous, you? Uh, you know, I'm alright, I guess. I'm trying to get ready for Christmas, but it's going real slow. You know, I, I don't. How do poor people get Christmas? I, well, it's just Santa Claus. You know, you got to rely on him. Santa Claus sucks. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, kid. I'm kidding. He's had his he's had his years, hasn't he? <laughs> yeah. It puts a lot of pressure on the old man and the old woman. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. You know, it's just uh, you know, I remember when my folks. You know what? You know what the weirdest thing What's is that? uh. When I was a kid, uh, I remember wanting a uh, weight set. You know, the, remember the old plastic weight sets, you know, that had sand yeah. in them or whatever? Right. Well, they were like 110 pound or whatever. I remember my dad uh, got that for me and was trying to hide it. So he carried it upstairs and, man, he was, he was bitching, dude. Because he had to carry that 110 pound weight set What's upstairs and back down the stairs. Yeah. Right, right. I remember that. You got to help me here, Hoss. Yeah, I tried. I tried to tell him thank you, and he didn't care about that. He was just like, "Man, I can't believe you made me carry that thing." Yeah. <laughs> Man, but you know what? In all those times, though, have you ever had a bad one? It it always works out. It always yeah, it, it does. It always turns into a hallmark kind of yeah. card, somewhere or another. Yeah, it does. It always. I think as long as there's, you know, people younger than you around that that dig Christmas, that's what keeps right. it. Yeah, that's what it's keeps the magic. Keep that spirit going, yeah. yeah. They can still hear their bell ringing. That's what they say yeah. in the Polar Express. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, and you know what they say. Every What's time that? a bell rings, an angel gets his ring. <laughs> Whatever. 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 Bahamba. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, well, today we're going to talk about uh, an event that happened in Tim's hometown called Swamp Stock. Swamp Stock. So this started in 1994. Uh, and it was, it, it started out really small. It started out just as a fundraiser for the ball field. It was like the ball field. Yeah, it was really yeah. just like some land, wasn't it? I mean, yeah. with yeah. a little crappy ball field on it. When we started, it was really not, really not nothing. And it turned into years. I think it did it eleven years or ten or eleven years. Yeah, but it turned into a huge sponsored festival with. I mean, just celebrity sports complex. Yeah, and built a sports complex. Yeah, there was a bunch of baseball fields, and um, it was all kinds of nice stuff there. It really felt good to pull in there five, ten years later, you know, and think, "Wow, this town benefits so much." From uh, from this little party we had here once a year, you know. Yeah, you know, and it's funny because it started out just being a a, a softball game during the day, mm -hmm. and then a mm -hmm. concert at night. Almost like an acoustic kind of. It wasn't that even big. It was like a little PA that you'd get in a crappy bar. Yeah, you know? yeah. it wasn't even that big of a deal. And most of the people that played uh, softball were not not so many celebrities. I mean, there was a few, but most of them were Tim's old. School yeah, buddies, so, town people, folks, wasn't it? yeah, people that still live there, uh, Lance and all them guys, and, and a handful and, of, of locals. But I remember the first softball game because I mean, we we sucked at softball because we only played once a year, right? <laughs> you know, right. how good can you get? 
You sure can't hurt for a few days later, though. That's oh, sure. man. I remember the, that uh, the first game, I thought, well, let's see how we do, because I was always a pretty good ball player. And uh, I hit four home runs. Nice. And, uh, yeah, a couple of RBIs. And, and uh, I thought, man, that, I'm the stuff, <laughs> man. I'm the stuff. But then I come to find out we're playing on a little league field. You know, I mean – you're hitting ten-year-old home runs. I know an eight-year-old could have hit it out of the park, you know. Right. So that kind of deflated me a little bit, you know. I can remember that's that's where I learned that I will never run full speed again. Was trying to go from home to first base. I think I was close to forty at the time, <laughs> and I took off, and it was like my mind was going just fine, but man, everything else was about ten steps behind. <laughs> and I'm like, this is bullshit. And I'm not doing this anymore. You think you're running a lot faster than what you really you are. are. And I look over and I can hear snide remarks coming from the, <laughs> you know, the, all my friends, my so-called friends. But uh, then I just started, you know, trying to smack the ball as far as you can so you can just jog it first. <laughs> you know, you can get it outside. You know, other than that, you're throwing my ass out. I'm out. Yeah, I just tried to hit it out of the park so I wouldn't have to run that fast. Exactly. <laughs> That's why I yeah. played first base. The only thing bad about first base, base is uh, the guy who played third was uh, Tim's, like, jock buddy, Lance, who zings it about 700 miles an hour. Yeah, he was a hoss anyway. Yeah, he couldn't help. That's just the way he played, you know. Right. And every year, yeah, every year I have to play first base, and, and Tim would zing it too, man. I think he did it on purpose to me, though. And you'd scoop those things up. I would be thinking, Smith, you know, he's going to bust a finger. There's no way he's going to get oh. out of here without a busted finger. And I'd tell myself, if something goes in the dirt, you're not going after it. Just let it go Let's by. Who, yeah. who cares? Who cares? <laughs> Let it go by or over your head. Don't jump. Don't run. Yeah. Don't get in the dirt. But man, I'd have it just be instinct to jump in front. I had bruises all over my chest. Oh, I'm sure, man. Because Tim was having a good time doing that to you. I know. I you know what? The last year we had a, I can't remember who it was, but they wanted to play first base and they were a celebrity. So you remember me and you went out to left field. And hung out together. And just hung out because nobody ever hit it out there. So we were just up there talking uh, and stuff, you know. Yeah, there was a lot of people there. I Man, it went from just handfuls of people to, you know, people all, I don't know, five, six deep all the way down to both fence lines. And oh, yeah. Yeah, it was – it got huge, man. I mean, it was it was like a festival. I mean, it turned it into a, yeah, a festival. You could find yourself standing out on the field, you know, standing beside Brett Favre who was on a bye week and – Looks down at his watch and he says, Woo, 12 15. I'd be getting my ass kicked about right now. You know? <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny, man. You know, he's spending his Sunday with us. Exactly. Well, you know, during the year, man, we had a, a lot of uh, celebrities there. Let me just name off a few that, that I know of. Um, it was uh, Trisha Yearwood, the Clark Brothers, Catherine Rainey, Halfway to Hazard, Dirks Bentley, Jason Aldean, Martina McBride, Rick Allen, and Def Leppard, which is kind of weird. Uh, Red Red Akins, Joel Sonye, Sons of the Desert, Carolyn Don Johnson, Chris Cable, Cagle, Lori McKenna, Hot Apple Pie, and not even musicians, Stan Humphreys from the Chargers, Brett Favre from the Packers. You know, he's a future Hall of Famer, of course. Yes, absolutely. Um, Chuck Finley from the Cleveland Indians and Rafael Palmero from the Texas Rangers were all nice. there. I had a little list here, and I see a couple. Uh, this was at the near the beginning, I believe. Tracy uh, Lawrence. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Mark, Mark Chestnut, um, Warren Brothers. You know they was there with us. Big and Rich. Yeah. 
I think. And Chuck Finley from the Indians. That's what I just said. Oh, you did? Okay. I couldn't keep them all straight. <laughs> yeah. Because man. Brett Favre's already in the in the Hall of Fame, isn't he? Is he? He might be. I don't know. He should he be. At least a couple years in, I think. Well, see, that's how much I know. <laughs> we correct ourselves. So somebody else would correct us. That's true. When I, I, like I said, I played first base. I can't remember. I know Tim played shortstop. Lance played third base. I don't remember who played second. Um, I know Bob was a catcher because he sucked. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and what, what did he you was play? Funny, man. I always played out in the outfield somewhere. Outfield? Yeah. Know? I tried to stay out of the way. I didn't want to hurt no digits either and keep my uh, digits. Yeah. Trying to you stay know, out of that mess. You remember? And this could only happen to Tim because he's got a horseshoe stuff way up there, you know. But do you, because he's the luckiest guy I know. But do you remember <laughs> that he was playing shortstop and Faith was up to bat, right? Yeah. And she she hits one up in the air, way up in the air, yeah. right right to Tim, and Tim catches it behind his back and actually yes. catches the and ball. Gets it, pulls it off. Yes. Yeah. I mean, he's the only one <laughs> I know. <laughs> Could have pulled that off, man. You know. Yes, he did. That's the lucky yeah. Irish, right there. He was probably trying to miss it because you know we could never beat Faith. No, was, I don't think we ever did, did we? No, we was never, never going to happen. No, <laughs> if we got too far ahead, we'd have to. We'd have, yeah, Daddy. That's it. Cut, yeah, cut, cut it, it off. Let her go. Yeah, <laughs> which is okay. It didn't really matter to us. She took a line drive off the ankle one year. Remember that? She oh, pulled yeah. up. She hobbled up for yeah. I forget who hit that, but I'm not man, sure. she was always a champ though. She'd get out there and play play with she the boys. Would. She would. You know, we we'd always uh come in a day early to uh and we'd stay in West Monroe, Louisiana. Yep. And uh man, we always got some good Cajun food and remember what's that pizza place? Uh that, that Tim always got it. Was it Ray's or or something like that? Or I don't remember that. I don't either. They were good, good pizza place. And man, people would take us to crawfish, you know, to, to eat crawfish and bring us food. And you I know. know we pulled into that hotel. What was it? The Holiday Inn. Yeah, Holiday Inn. And remember, it had that pool that was inside, real kind of. It's kind of haunted. It was haunted. <laughs> there was there was haints in there. there. It was weird. I never, I never, ever once went in that pool. I don't even know if was there water in the thing. I mean, I don't remember, I think there remember was. people sitting there or anything. The chairs was always kind of piled up. Man, that place was would be hopping. We would pull in the parking lot, and it's like you know home gathering. Man, there's people in the parking lot. There's fans in the hallways, and the, you know they're everywhere. You're not going to yeah. get away. You know. And then there was this, there was a, a little uh, a hotel lounger called Bobby Socks. Yeah, Bobby Socks. Bobby Socks. Man, we had some fun at that place. Yeah, it was fun, man. We we'd go there the night before and and have a little tour, you know, party and you know, yeah. and with the fans, with the fans. Yeah, we just hung out really and, and yeah. uh, did some laughs and stuff and stayed up way too late to be able. to play ball the next always feeling bad the next morning <laughs> i know man it's like i can't believe we got to get up those first years man we'd be throwing down there it was like a vacation because you know you'd go there and do that play ball and you you didn't have to get dressed for the show or you could wear your shorts that you wore during the day or it didn't really <laughs> matter you know yeah we was just hanging out and playing some music and and uh 
it, there was just no regimen to it. It just happened, made it fun, you know? So it was kind of like us taking a vacation, low pressure gig. Yeah. I mean, I think the first year I played in my ball uniform or the, yeah. at least the shirt, I had the shirt yeah. on. Yeah, me too. The, you, you could see how this thing was growing by the way our ball uniforms were. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Started out being yeah. like a t-shirt that somebody drew with colors, you know, swamp stock and, yeah. And and then uh it went Somebody on. Somebody said, Hey, I'll get those printed, you know, but then it started happening. But yeah. man, you you remember what was crazy is when we'd get sponsored or somebody'd bring us things, you know, they would say, Man, there's ball gloves and cleats, you know, in the production trailer. And you go in there and it'd be a mound of cleats, you know, yeah. and a mound of ball gloves, and you just have to look through and and see what you can you what you come up with. But it's brand new Nike cleats, nice stuff, you know. I know brand new, brand new Rawlings gloves and stuff. Yeah, I remember yeah, all kinds of stuff, man. I've got all kinds of stuff. Like I, I know it came out there were two, three really nice gloves and cleats and stuff. I'm thinking with you, did you? I mean, when you last on the last one stock, how many boys did you have then? We had four boys, so I was always bringing. I think I would <laughs> even go through the bus and and you know Jeff or somebody. I don't remember who, but they'd be like, "Dude, I'm not going to keep these." Do you? Yeah, I'll take your glove and your shoes. Because, yeah. man, as my boys age, they all play ball or football or something, soccer. And so we just had a, a closet that had a bunch of shoes in the bottom. And I didn't go to the play it again sports or the, or the you know, <laughs> shoe store right off the bat. I went to the closet first. And nine times out of ten, they just kept playing with those shoes. You know, I very, very rarely bought shoes till, till their feet got bigger than mine was the day I went. You know? <laughs> yeah. That <laughs> That was something else, and and they give us these uh these bags with the uh, bagwits, yeah, uh, bagwits <laughs> carry your stuff in. Yeah, and you get you get uh, t-shirts, and you get you know whatever gloves and cleats and, and hats, and, yeah, little koozies, whatever water bottles, Gatorade bottles. It just yeah, piles of stuff would come. And then one year we got actually we got like jackets, kind of like tour jackets with say Swamp Stock on it, you know, and all that. Yes, we did. Yeah, it was it got to be pretty big, you know. I mean And Renee would always come down. She would you know, it would always be family and office people and it was just laid back and fun, man. Yeah. It was and it turned into a festival. It turned into where you started coming in and it looked like a concert site. Yeah. You know? It did. They had a stage and I mean where they didn't all have a stage before. Yeah. yeah. The fans was you know, we couldn't mingle so much with the fans anymore. It just it kind of became like other dates like that. You had to really want to go out in the crowd. You know, it was a whole different thing at that at the end part. Yeah, still yeah cool. except well, except for the the ball game, you're still kind of right with the fans there. You know, yeah. I mean, you're on yeah. the field, but but you could kind of mess with them. You know, through the dug, dugout them. fence and stuff. You yeah. know? Mess with the little kids. They was they yeah. was always fun to play. Too man, yeah. I know I signed a, a bunch of autographs underneath the, the dugout there. You know, people right. would come up, stick something between the fence, you know, and sign right, it. roll it up and put it between the fence posts. Yeah, that was cool. That was cool. Hey, have you speaking of that since we left him and all that, uh, or got left? Um, have you signed besides uh, a check? <laughs> have you signed <laughs> autographs at all for anybody? Probably a few times, probably a few, yeah, yeah, a few different times. And people would have something specific they'd want signed or, you know, find out and be excited. And, you yeah. know, would you sign this for me? Yeah, but it's, I mean, 
20 times maybe in 10 years, you know, yeah. definitely not what it used to be. <laughs> yeah. I, I, uh, I signed, I signed a, a little bit with when I was with Friz- with David Frizzell, you know, we do shows. I'd sign a little bit, but not not because of Tim McGraw or Dancehall Doctors, just because of Frizzell, yeah. you know. Yeah, people love they love to get to know who you are, man. And people are great like that, you know. The only thing Come different through. between Tim's crowds and David's crowd was, you know, how with Tim, I used to throw out I don't know fifty picks a night. You know, people were clamor with yeah. Frizzell. With Frizzell, it's a whole different crowd. You, know, you throw your pick out, they're not gonna bend over. No, they throw it back to you. <laughs> they think you need it. Yeah. <laughs> They're not going to bend over and pick it up. Yeah, you yeah, dropped hey, this. Yeah, you dropped this. You know, so. <laughs> that's, that's fantastic. But yeah. You know, too, one year, I guess it was the first year you were there. Uh, I was 95, and that's when Tim and Faith got married. Yep. Tim stayed with us on that on the bus that night before mm-hmm. uh, to kind of do the, you know, the I guess you'd call it a bachelor's party, but we didn't party that much because, you know, we had to be up there early and all that. And we was going to play ball, too. Remember they told us, they said, uh, get your pair, get your pair, a nice shirt and and, uh, and get on the bus. They didn't tell us. They, they nah. didn't say that. Don't ask no questions, you know. I don't even know. I think I knew because Tim told me that that was going to happen, but I didn't know when or where or how, you know. So was that Aunt Aunt Barbara's house? Is that where we went? I believe so. Yeah, I remember there was a, there was a sheriff on a on a horse on each end of the property, wasn't it? Yeah, just kind of you know. There was, I guess they was on the lookout for any kind of paparazzi or anything. But man, that never happened. That went off so smooth. Yeah, it was it was it was nice. Uh, I think what Faith was barefoot. And, she was barefoot. Yeah. yeah. Let a little chamber orchestra in the back, but it was all just so laid back and it happened really fast. And he carried her out to the bus. Remember yeah. he carried her out to the bus and we hung out and, and we get ready to play softball. And then we all went to the baseball field and we played softball that day. Yeah. Heck of a wedding night. Huh? You're right. <laughs> I, remember, I remember filming. Um, I was sitting on the stage and the stage wasn't very high off the ground. It was, it was when it just started. People were sitting on bales of hay out in the, in the crowd. It was not standing or, you know, it's just so laid back and Tim and faith are talking and talking to the crowd. And you can hear me on the video say that nobody knows they're married yet. You know, <laughs> and, then, and then a little bit more, a little bit later in the video, they tell the crowd there. And that's the first time they had, you know, had publicly said they was married. That's pretty wild. So, well, man, you know what, Dave? It's time for is it already? Song of the Week. <laughs> man, maybe I can get some echo going on this and fix it up. Sure, surely we nah, can find it. Let's leave it. It's, I That's like too it. good. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think, Dave? This, this week, I'm thinking we play a song that I had forgot all about till you sent me. Um, and uh, we wrote this, and I don't know how it came about. I think we wrote it one way, ended up cutting it at another. It's called, uh, I, I believe, what is it called? I Could Drown. Uh, uh, I Believe I Could Drown? No, that's I Believe I Could Fly. Oh, uh, uh, I feel like I could drown. Oh, is that the Steel R. Kelly song, man? <laughs> <laughs> I believe I can fly. I can drown. Whatever. I feel like I could drown. It's it's a it's. I don't know why in this whole song that we didn't put in there something about going down for the third time. I don't know why. Oh wow! Yeah, we missed that whole thing. But uh, I think it's because remember that 
Remember that song that was out at the time that did uh, Save My Life, I'm Going Down for the Last? Yeah. yeah, so I think that's why. But Maybe we didn't want to steal it. Even though this song is nothing like that, it's nothing like that. But I think it started out, we, we had a full a full regiment of instruments on this, and we, we uh, put it down to acoustic, shaker, and, and right. vocals, you know? Right. And uh, made it really intimate. And it's just a love song is all it is. But it's, yep. but it's well written and it's poetic and it you know it has a little poetic. poetic. Sometimes we tried to be kind of um, like a like a coffee shop kind of thing going on, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, I can I can tell that I kind of had a hand in the first verse because it just kind of says that. But then I could see that you had a big hand in the second verse because it got really ethereal <laughs> after that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I kind of beat around the bush. Somehow you cover me in comfort and bless me more at once each day. And, you know, uh, it's, just, it's just real. What was he thinking? Come on, real, Dave. It was real monkish. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Not monkeys, monkish. Monkey. Anyway, so this is Dave singing and me playing acoustic and him doing the shaker. One from, I don't know, man, from the very beginning. It's called I Feel Like I Could Drown. Dawn is slowly waking, our room is bathed in gray. I touch your face and feel you dream. I don't have to wonder what you see in me. You believe I'm everything you need. Let the rain fall down I feel like I could drown Every time you come around Looking for something to hold on to But falling faster all the time Take my breath away A little more every day Your love is all I need Though I'm here on solid ground I feel like I could drown You let me be your comfort You blessed me one more day Right beside you Anything you need We pray for true devotion And we weather winds of change A simple vow of honesty So let the rain fall down Feel like I could drown Every time you come around Looking for something to hold on to But falling faster all the time You take my breath away Love is all 
my knee Though I'm here on solid ground Feel like I could drown Let's stand on all the promises we made And let the time go by Nothing's gonna change Heaven on earth is what we found I feel like I could drown Every time you come around Looking for something to hold on to I'm falling faster all the time Take my breath away A little more every day Love is all I need Though I'm here on solid ground I feel like I could drown Oh, your love is all I need Though I'm here on solid ground I feel like I could drown Well, I feel like I could drown Well, I feel like I could drown All right. Man, that was pretty good. I mean, I told you. I, I told you it was a serial. I was just I have to go ponder for a few minutes. Is that is that ethereal or urethral? <laughs> I'm not sure. Sound a little more urethral to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I mean, not getting off Swampstock too much, but because uh, some of the artists in Swampstock, I feel the same way about that did Swampstock. Anyway, I made up this list of country artists that I like, but you don't hear about anymore, which is a damn shame. This is what I think. Here's some of them that I here's some of them I thought of. Clint Black. Never hear from Clint Black anymore. No, no, and I love Clint Black. You know, not long ago, him and Lisa Hartman did something, but I mean, it was like so out of the blue. It took me took me by surprise to see him. You know, you, you you're right. was it something that they played on? Actually, played on the radio? No, it was no. just them singing some kind of song. Yeah, and then Neil McCoy, who Neil McCoy. Man, he almost made that big breakout, and he got kind of, kind of big. He really did. Never, never. What a great entertainer he oh, is! Oh man, he would smoke it on stage, man. I mean, yeah. and then yeah. um, Mary Chapin Carpenter, who was a you know mostly great writer, you know. Right. Never, really never heard from her. Uh, Patty Loveless, I haven't heard much from her since you know her Vince thing, you know, doing right. the background for Vince. And she's right. a great, great singer. And my buddies, Diamond Rio. I mean, what a great yeah. band, you know. Dana Williams and those guys are a great bunch of musicians. Whatever happened to Sawyer? Was it Sawyer Brown? Yeah, Sawyer Brown, Mark Miller and those guys. Yeah. I don't know. You know that was great. Our first tour, was after Joe Dippy, our first major tour was Sawyer Brown was closing and Diamond Rio, and we were opening. Tim was opening. Right. Yeah. One time we played uh, Fanfare, and both of those guys was on the Fanfare show with us. Yeah, you know, that was right. That was my very first fanfare. Man, was it hot that day? Good gracious! Yeah, man. Steve Warner. Yeah. Steve Warner. Great yeah, what, player, what great a great, 
great guitar player. He still does shows, and I guess he still does the Opry. I've seen him on there before. Um, here's one I don't I don't even know what happened. To. Katie Lang, remember her? Yeah, yeah, of course. She was too probably over people's head here. Yeah, and still, you know, she's fantastic. Same with uh, Lyle Lovett. Lyle Lovett, um, Mark Chestnut, you know, big yeah. honky honker, Mark Chestnut. Um, we did some shows with him. Remember, we did one at the Army base with him, yes. and he rode over with us and stuff. And remember, all the all the Army guys threw their patches on stage from yes. there. Yeah, that was um, great. That was a great gig. And then there's one that that uh, we were on tour with that I thought was going to be huge. I, I really love that song about uh, if I die young, you know, bury me in satin. That song. Uh, yeah. I, I don't even know the name of it, but I always thought it was a killer song. Band Perry. Did Band they go? Perry, yeah. Did they go pop or something? I think they, they tried out? to, but I'm not sure it kicked in like they like they thought. You know. Yeah, that's kind of weird. I tell hey. you, somebody had some great songs. Was uh, Blackhawk. Oh yeah. Well, that one Man, guy. He died, though, one guy. Yes, he did, yeah. And Henry Paul was still there, and I think Dave Robbins was the guy who played keyboards. Yeah. Remember, remember when we had the Little Texas tour with, with Blackhawk and Little Texas? Blackhawk's band was smoking that though, through those years. Yeah, they had a, the guitar player was the guy that he ended up with uh, Reba. Dale, Dale Oliver? Yeah, Dale Oliver. He ended up with Reba and then somebody else on down the, the line. The drummer's name was Bobby something. He was he was awesome, but I never saw I never really saw those guys again after that. You know, I remember they did that song. Remember that song, Big Guitar? Yeah, yeah. yeah it was like I think it was like their opener. That they they yeah. did. And I remember them trying to Henry Paul trying to get people to clap along, and uh -huh. that guy that he was a big guy anyway. You know? He was a big tall guy. Yeah, and he would hold his hands above his head and applaud. The hardest I ever seen anybody hit their hands in my life. It was like bam, 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 bam. I'm like, how is he? My hands are falling off. You're gonna hurt yourself, Henry. Calm down. Yeah. <laughs> they were they were good. They were good. And, and uh, well, I mean, little I mean, little Texas was good. You know, I mean, yeah, that's they, were they really was. Yeah, they were big. I mean, they were perfect for that time, commercial wise. You know, right. That tour was smoking, man. It was kind of raw. Everybody was kind of raw at that time. Little Texas, us, Blackhawk, you know, we was just in the arena throwing it out there. Yeah. Didn't it start out that we were opening for the whole thing? I thought Blackhawk was opening. And when I came, you all had switched. When I came, we was in some kind of rehearsal place, and they were switching Little Texas from Headliner to the mid thing. So that's so I guess the re I like the mid spot because yeah you guys can do more damage <laughs> yeah well plus you know you go you go you don't have to you get ready you know you don't have to get ready so early then right. you go on the mid thing and then and then you hang you, out after. yeah you hang out after so you could hang out after that was and you waited for the rest of the tour you know the show to be done before you left so you could hang yeah. out yeah man in those last few years we did it we would be out of there so. Quick, we never hung anymore. You know, very seldom did we hang after. No, you know, wasn't a lot going on anyway. It's truly not anything like it was the first even ten years. No, but you know what? Back to a uh, swamp stock. Um, I didn't remember this, but but until I read it. But in two thousand eight, we postponed uh, swamp stock uh, because of a hurricane. I didn't remember that, but I think we never went back. I don't really remember going back ever. Hurricane Gustav came through, and uh, 
they canceled because that, and I was reading somewhere that they, we end up canceling two of them, maybe the very last one, or maybe that was the last one. Uh, but it, it, it wasn't really, but you know, something else that we need to say is that, you know, this started out being for the ball field, uh, yeah. for the Tim McGraw sports complex in Rayville, Louisiana, his hometown, but it ended up growing and growing and then it became part of a uh, neighbor's keeper, which oh, I guess, really? yeah. Yeah, uh, Tim and Faith helped co-found Neighbors Keeper. Right. And uh, so it, it went on to that. And not to mention, this Swamp Stock actually grew into the television special, which is Sing Me Home. That's yeah. where the whole idea came from, I guess. Because I, I guess, I don't know, do you think maybe Swamp Stock just got too big? Too I much think so. Yeah, because I, I mean, that, cause it really was just a festival at that point. I mean, there was, there was trailers back there and, you know, production trailers and dressing room trailers. And, you know, yeah. it was fences that kept people back and fences that kept people, you know, in line to get in, you know, the old cattle call corral thing. It was all it all turned into Bonnaroo, so to speak. It, it, it really did. And and I think a, a lot of it was, man, where do you park all these people in the roads to get in? Because we're out in the middle of the sticks, you know? Yep. And it's yeah, not well, like there's an interstate right next door, you know, or right. a park. I mean, you think it about... To, it had to start getting logic, uh, logistical nightmares going on there, you know? Yeah, I think it was either do something different or uh, find another place for it or or do something different. That's the only thing right. I left. I wonder I if he's ever done it great. again. I wonder if he ever did it any after we left. I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. I think it's, we should we should have found out, I guess, but eh, who cares? We're not there. <laughs> One time, I remember my wife and uh, we went to Dallas. I can't remember what we did, but we drove from Dallas overnight. And I got there that morning at, to Swamp Stock. Like, I drove all night long, pulled in. You know, to and it was the big, it was the big festival swamp stock where you know I had to maneuver my way and talk my way through guards. It's like six o'clock in the morning and there's security out there. You know, yeah. that would have never been that way before. You know, yeah. You know, uh, we're done with the uh, naming my goat. That's that's done with. His name's Lonnie. He's a goat. <laughs> yeah, I know, Lonnie. Shush. That's the Goodness. first time. First time I've been able to say in the 23 years, Lonnie, hush. Because if it was the real Lonnie, he'd have kicked my ass. You know? so, yeah. Anyway, we got a new. Let's do the new one. Let's do well. Let's let's carry on with our Peyton Manning wiener debacle. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds even better, man. You know, I couldn't find any information out this week about it. I'm I've been stumped so far. Have you found anything? No, we're just, uh, we're just gonna keep searching. I got some calls into some different people about it. I'm, yeah. I'm investigating it, you know. Yeah. But so far, I haven't yet confirmed that uh, Peyton Manning ate six wieners. I'm not. I yeah. can't confirm it. So, <laughs> but I will. But I will get to and the then, bottom of this. I, I mean, and I'll find out who else was involved, you know. And, right. And, uh, and if anyone else maybe ate even more. I mean, do we know if the record was ever broke? See, we don't know that for sure. And do we have a men's division and a women's division? Well, see, that's something else I got to find out. If it even There's went a, to that, you know, that that far, you know, I don't even know if it went that far. It sounds like we need to call in Dog the Bounty Hunter. Well, yeah, or um, Joey the Supac. 
<laughs> he told him many ads. He he never wore the detective hat, but maybe he should now. Yeah, maybe we should get because I think he's the only one that'll get us to the bottom of this debacle. He probably could get us there quickly, or at least point us in a direction. Debacle, 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 <laughs> <laughs> the debacle, debacle. <laughs> Next week, I think we're going to start a new thing. If, if I, I'm going to find out this week about what I can about this Peyton Manning Wiener thing. And uh, then I think next week we'll start something new. Okay. But I'm not going to tell anybody what it is yet. Not no. even me? No, no, no. You'll be surprised. All right. Be I'm surprised. ready. I love being surprised. I might even be surprised about it. <laughs> well, you know, Dave, yeah. you know, I got to say it. It's this podcast is heard on every platform now. I mean, I mean, we're like, we're, we're, we're local, we're regional, we're nationwide, we're worldwide. Woo-hoo. All in the same time. All the same breath. We're omnipresent. We're here and we're nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> we're an enigma. We are wrapped in a, uh, what was that? A of <laughs> some, something. Anyway. <laughs> I got bull crap. I called one a squaller. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you ever heard somebody say, "Don't better better be careful. That'll burn your goozle." Yeah. <laughs> what is a goozle? I don't know. My wife said that to me one time. She's from the deep south here, you know. She yeah. showed that. She goes, "You'll burn your goozle." I'm like, "What?" Maybe maybe, maybe we should be investigating that. I know. <laughs> I'm scared too. I don't want to know what a goozle is. I might have to buy clothes for it. <laughs> but anyway, we're, we're uh, or might have to get it looked at, you know? Hey, just something else to go wrong. <laughs> I got a problem with my goozle. You know, I don't know. <laughs> it sounds like, I need, sounds like I need something for it, you know? <laughs> Maybe it's not even over the counter. I don't know. Right. Just an adjustment. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, go to our Hillbilly Has Been's Facebook page, leave us a like and a message. And uh, you know what? We might start uh, some of the funnier messages or good messages. We might start reading a couple every week on the, that we're getting from yeah. people. We need some new. Stuff. Yeah. Even if you want to leave a message like at uh, Anchor or somewhere, you can leave an actual voice message if you want to record a message. Yeah. And we might play that on here. Who knows? So leave us a review, leave us a like, because we like you back. And, that's uh, right. That's right. And uh, so I guess, Dave, I think another one, we, that's all we can say about Swamp Stock. I'm sure there's plenty more. but And, uh, you know, we'll talk more about the See Me Home TV special, because that's almost an episode in itself, you know. Yeah, maybe we'll have a special special. A special special. Um, and so until we see you all again, I know it's getting close to Christmas. Bye, humbug. Do your shopping now. Avoid the rush. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> and we'll talk to you all again on Hill Billy Aspens. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Wood, ride our bus, town to town. Everybody was a-getting down. Pack it up and do it all again. The Hill Billy Aspens. The days of old have come to pass Even though we was kicking ass We love the fans but we need some friends 
Hillbilly has been.